You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Tis the season, Lauren. Tis the season for tornadoes in our great state of Oklahoma. Apparently, last week was craziness. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had tornado kind of close to where I lived, about 15 miles. And I think there was a tornado fairly close to where you were, out by the Clinton Airport or so, I guess. Close to that, yeah, right? Yeah, just, and then everywhere across the state, I feel like, <laughs> good grief. Well. Like some, wherever you live, you were close to one of the 15. <laughs> yeah, that's, I feel like Oklahoma was kind of like, uh, we're not in tornado, tornado Alley anymore. We'll hold my beer. Like, hang on, let me show you what right. we got. So. Uh, it feels well, like spring. Yeah, it feels like spring, but yet we're rolling very close to one of my favorite holidays, which is Halloween, which by the way, I saw some fantastic pics of you and your hubby all dressed up like uh, vampire demons of the night. Is that a <laughs> true statement? That was, it's a throwback to a um, post-Halloween party last year that ended up being pushed to February oh, last year. But. Oh. Which was super fun, you know, um, mm-hmm. but yep. yeah, just brought that profile pic back on the gram. That's nice. Enjoy, so. That's nice. Nothing, nothing says February love like fangs and blood, in my opinion. It was, yes. Yeah, yeah it's great. Speaking of fangs and blood, let's talk about social media for a second. Well, you want to talk about um, the outages or what? What do you want to talk about here? (laughs) I don't don't know. There's so much there's so much to be discussed. But why don't we kind of continue our topic is uh, if you are just joining us, Lauren and I started kind of a series uh, about three weeks ago. Um, So if you have not, please go back and listen to um, our uh, starting at episode 39, talking about uh, some recent trends uh, concerning post-pandemic marketing. So we've talked about uh, several things, consumer savviness, decoding the post-pandemic consumer trends. Last week, we talked about um, things we saw over the horizon. So to continue on, Lauren, why don't we discuss kind of where social media is, not counting, I guess, all the government whistleblowers slash instant crashes and mm-hmm. how people are using them. How's that sound? Right. So the trends besides the, those that you just mentioned <laughs> are <laughs> in the past year, basically through the pandemic, um, social media this is probably not surprising, but it continues and continued to be on the rise, but basically in a bigger jump than even ever before. So um, 71% of consumers are using social media even more in the last year than ever before. So 71%. Like, that's crazy. That's, yeah. Yeah. Insane. So, I mean, And I'm sure that, you know, I mean, I am in that 71% um, for sure. Uh, I think I probably used it more for research and then like looking for, this is just kind of personal, but like inspiration for our house and different things like that. Like Mm -hmm. I've been surfing more just because I had different needs than before. But I think in general consumers, you know, they were shopping online more, they were conducting business online more. 
um, researching companies or, you know, where can I shop for X locally? You know, just a lot of different, you know, needs change. So consumers, um, you know, went online to find, you know, solutions for all of these issues or challenges they faced during the pandemic. So pretty interesting. Yes, I think it's interesting, too. I think that the other thing that we're kind of seeing is the use of uh, social media as kind of an ongoing discussion or conversation. I think that we might have seen that about 10 or 15 years ago, but as consumers become more savvy, they're also trusting other folks, for good or bad, I guess, on social media. And so uh, your information about basically 71% of those consumers are using it. That's cool. But then also kind of the strata, if you will. So folks like me, I think I'm Gen Z, we're up, up, not used by, Mm -hmm. but up by 78%. Uh, Gen Xers are 75% up. Uh, Millennials up 77%, which candidly, that's interesting to me because I thought millennials were already using it. So to have 77% increase is amazing. And then- right hello boomer or hey boomer or whatever the baby boomers. <laughs> okay boomer okay boomer see i can't I get it right that. i do too i, know. I do too uh, uh, they're up by half 54 percent, which would be someone like right. you know candidly like my mom i mean and you know i've looked at this we've i mean you know candidly we've given this presentation in person before and I keep thinking about that. And, you know, um, with the pandemic and how basically the kind of protect our seniors, you know, moment, if you will, during that pandemic, I 54% is up, but I'm really surprised it's not more because I know that my mom really engaged a little bit more online. And I think that boomers generally uh, felt like that was one of the only ways they could connect, either going to church or with friends or shopping or some of them that are still, you know, in the workplace. Um, so that's interesting to me, actually. Yeah, it's something we kind of talked about in a couple of past episodes was just the um, the boomers and that rise and just the lifestyle changes, you know, and like you just mentioned, and I do think that's really interesting, but it's really hopeful for those that have, you know, have that audience to now be able to reach them a little bit more online and not maybe have to do some, you know, several different tactics for all of their audiences. Maybe that Mm -hmm. can simplify some people's marketing a little bit. So, I think that that's nice um, as long as there are no more, you know, outages or issues there. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Which, which kind of goes back to our episode last week on, on the horizon. So it's almost flipped. Like I feel like, um, you know, people, Gen Z, Gen X, maybe even millennials are wandering out to the post office or to the mailbox to see if they've got anything from the post office in the mail where boomers are kind of like, you know what? I'm over mail. Let's go on, get on the Insta. You know I mean? I feel like there's kind of that movement there a little bit. So, mm-hmm. and you know, it's not just social media too. Like we are definitely talking about social media right now, but that also means that they're more comfortable buying something directly from your website, you know, um, or even via email. So, um, I think that that trend can be applied, not just on social media is what I'm saying. It's more like a savvy and online savviness and comfort. So yeah. I think yeah. that's really positive. So let's talk a little bit about where consumers are following brands. So there are a few things that I think you will find surprising, um, given the attention, some of these kind of newer channels receive just, you know, all the chatter of people going here and going there and, joining this and joining that in the past year. So I do kind of want to go through, this is going to sound like a lot of numbers, but 
I think this is really important for brands to remember, um, you know, just because you think or you hear that a certain channel is popular doesn't mean that you need to jump on, especially if your audience is not there, you know, or a potential new audience is not there. So, you know, and it kind of comes down to that, like, long term sustainability, like you still have to have time to manage it. Um, and keep up with all of these different channels. So really concentrating on where your people are is super important, no matter like what I said, just because TikTok is popular, it doesn't mean you need to jump on there for your brand. I could not so, agree. I could not agree more. It drives me crazy when I go to somebody's website or whatever, and they're like have 90,000 icons of where yes. they are and they haven't updated it in like a year. Like I get it. Okay. Right. You can't do it every day or maybe it's every other day, but come on. Like, if you're not going to be on Reddit, then don't put the logo up there. It doesn't matter. Right. Like, it's not there, because so. then if I, I click over and go to that and it hasn't been updated, then I'm questioning, well, are they still in business? You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what's going on here? And that just creates confusion. So I don't think there's any surprise, though. Sev- 78% of consumers are following brands that they care about or want information from on Facebook. Yeah. So Facebook is still the top tier number one um, for brands. That's followed by Instagram now, which is 57% of consumers following brands there. Um, that's kind of, that's made a little bit of a jump. Um, and I think that's because Instagram's tools have really come a long way for brands. Mm-hmm. Um And then third is YouTube at 47%. And we've talked so many times about the importance of video and many different, you know, aspects of marketing. So YouTube is a strong third, followed by Twitter at 36%. So believe it or not, consumers are still following brands on Twitter. Twitter is still alive. Twitter is up. Weird. Weird. I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, which is something we've always talked about is really great for customer service. And you see a lot of big brands continuing to use Twitter for that purpose. I would not say it's as much of a um, I mean, sure, it's a marketing tool, but I don't feel like it's as strong as a mark of a marketing tool as it is a consumer like a consumer relations tool or a customer service tool. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, coming in at twenty two percent is TikTok. So consumers are following brands on TikTok who are posting relevant content, you know, you see a lot of recipes, you see a lot of kind of humorous things as far as brands go. Um, You do see some like how to videos and some different things. So it's it's coming around to be, I think, a little bit more on the useful side, not as much just entertainment or like influencer content. So I will be interested to see where that lands in the next year, you know, Mm -hmm. what happens there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, sixth place at 20%, which is actually tied. Um, so sixth and seventh is Pinterest and Snapchat. Nice. Nice. Um, you know, Pinterest had a, like was so big for several years Mm -hmm. and kind of like on the things I mentioned, you know, like recipes or inspiration, um, a lot of creative things or DIY, um, (laughs) You know, I mean, there's a ton of things that you can utilize Pinterest for, but, you know, it had made a really strong coming. And then I think it's interesting that it's tied with Snapchat right right now. Those are, to me, like two totally different audiences. So think that about that, too, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, at 20 percent, 
I don't know. I, I find Snapchat just very interesting there. I, I just can't get on board with it applying to that many brands for it to be really useful for. And, you know, that's just my opinion. I it's, agree. It's a very small number of and type of brands that it works for. I feel Super like. small. And then I also, honestly, I would love, I mean, maybe we can talk about this later, but I'd love to see like the percent change because, I mean, we've talked about this, but say, you know, whatever, five or six years ago, maybe seven years ago. I mean, I feel like Snapchat like dominated the market. Maybe it just was the anecdotal feel of it. And then they have just backslid so much. I just feel like that's also where Pinterest, I mean, I don't know. I really, I never really had a Pinterest. I had a Pinterest cap. I never did. Like I never posted boards or what pin things or whatever, but I feel like 20% is kind of respectful for Pinterest. I feel like Pinterest is kind of that passive uh, channel, if you will, almost a house, mm-hmm. which we don't have it. You know, we're not going to talk about that, but just it's more an internal channel. Like, Oh, I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to pin something there. And if so- somebody wants to share it, they can, if not, it's yeah. really yours. Right. I mean, it's great for brands to put content out there, but I feel like a lot of people overlook what their, where their pin came from, you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is, I mean, this is a dumb example, but this is just a really pretty front fall front door inspo pick where I can decorate mine. Well, a lot of people aren't paying attention like, oh, that came from Martha Stewart or that came mm-hmm. from, you know, design house interiors, whatever you have to kind of dig. And then, but once you do dig and you're like, oh, I really love this style, then I think you hop over and start maybe following them somewhere else or on yeah. Pinterest. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah. To look at like what was popular and where consumers were three years ago, two years ago, five years ago, would be really interesting to look at this like side by side. So yeah, yeah, we'll have to agree. look into that. <laughs> agree. Sorry, so, I didn't mean to bust, bust through the no. rest of it. I didn't mean to take you away from that. So yeah. No. So they start to get a little smaller with the exception of LinkedIn is at 16%. <sighs> So again, I don't, I think it's a very niche audience um, as far as if you're a consumer following a brand on Mm -hmm, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. Um, it just has a different purpose, which is fine. I mean, these are all out here for different purposes, different audiences, and that way, what makes it, you know, useful. Um, So, I mean, that's kind of not surprising to me and what we're talking about. Um, And then they get smaller from there. So WhatsApp at 13%. Um, Reddit, 9%, Twitch, 8%. And then there's a three-way tie for 4%, which is Tumblr, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, which I honestly was surprised at the Yelp and TripAdvisor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when we're literally talking about where consumers follow brands, I wouldn't use that verbiage um, for these. So it makes sense. But if you think about maybe just consumers referencing Yelp or TripAdvisor or Tumblr, it probably is higher. Much higher. But in the sense of this particular data, it makes sense. Um, and then Clubhouse, I feel like, which was what? the chat of everything over the past year, is only at 3%. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that goes back to like me mentioning um, just because you hear a lot about it or your friends are talking about it or whatever does not mean it applies or should apply to your marketing. So, no, no, there we have it. That's good. I mean, that's really good. I, I'm actually there are a couple of them that didn't make the mark, but I think it, it does have to do with uh, keeping up, you know, where consumers follow those brands, because candidly, I mean, I don't want to be too, too controversial, but, you know, 
parlor didn't make the cut. And no, I don't know that that's what that forum is for. So like you were talking about, just don't jump onto something until you kind of figure out, you know, what it's really going to be used for. And if you can keep up with that trend, is, is that right. something you want to do? So. And who is, who is there, you know, is your audience there is the key question, I think. Mm-hmm. So That's right. That's exactly right. Well, before we wrap this up, Lauren, I was just going to maybe uh, shout out a little bit onto my MySpace uh, account, download some MP3s and, and see what we might be able to do on the old boom box later today. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. About that? I mean, I hope I make your top eight and I was going to refresh my Zynga and write a new blog post there. Uh, so. Zynga. That yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Zynga, that was a Bazingas. Before we go, just want to remind everybody next week, we are going to be talking about the specific tactics associated with social media and how to implement those now. So if you haven't gone back, listen to the last three or four episodes, make sure you're up to speed. And uh, until then, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.